just want to do a quick talk. Uh, this is Carol Etoile. Welcome to Transcending Mental Illness. Um, I still need to be very careful with my voice. Um, I'm beginning to realize that I like to project my voice and talk very strongly. So when I have laryngitis, it's difficult to um, get into the habit of standing down my voice a little bit. But I will never, ever, ever stand down my quest for mental wellness. <coughs> the more I think about it, I'll just talk about the thoughts that are going through my mind right now because I don't have anything really particular I want to talk about. I just want to basically tell you guys how it's going in case you listeners are wondering how my sickness is going. Sickness is not who we are. <sighs> have to keep remembering, remembering that. I'm still coughing, but I think the cough is a little bit looser. I still had a little bit of a rough night after I made my last episode about being visited. Visited. I got visited three times yesterday. They were all professionals. They all had gig, gig jobs or professional jobs. <coughs> Visiting doctor and nurse. Lucky enough to find an outfit that took my insurance. They cared for me back in October when I had an ear, trouble with an ear, ear, um, earwax impact, and, um, they prescribed antibiotics yesterday, and I had to wait all day for the pharmacy to deliver them, and it was a pharmacy that I had previously worked with to get my meds when I was in the, in the mental health system. So they were familiar with my case. <coughs> and um, they had a delivery service, thank God, and they were a small business. And it took the whole day to get that done because um, the lady said there were like many people ahead of me when I had my emergency yesterday. My little urgent urgency yesterday. Emergency yesterday. And... Um, I finally got him right before the pharmacy closed. The guy finally came over and dropped them off. And um, the payment was under $2, the co-payment, because I had Medicaid. And um, I promised Ani that I would call a GP uh, Monday and make an appointment for a follow-up. I'm gonna see if I can uh, call another another clinic, another healthcare clinic. That takes my insurance. I think there's like one one place that I'm familiar with that I've never been to before that I'll try out. And um, <clears throat> they claim to have specialists on campus, so if I have to be referred to anybody, I won't have to travel or look for someone who accepts my insurance. So um, we'll see how that goes. We'll see if, if I even have insurance because when I had the visiting doctor come over, the woman who booked my appointment said she had issues processing my insurance. And uh, that, per that really alarmed me. I called the insurance company. Thank God it was on a weekday when that happened. It was Friday. And I called them and they said the insurance is all checked out. Everything's fine. You know, no re no reason why she should have a problem, you know, because you're, you're fine. It's probably her 
her problem with the computer. So I said thanks. But I'm still a little upset because uh, in my county, um, the Medicaid part of my insurance, <clears throat> there's, sometimes, there's often a question of eligibility in patients. Maybe there's an issue with the eligibility. So um, that's kind of odd, too, because I got an approval letter in January. In fact, I got two approval letters, um, one verbally in August and um, another one by letter. In January so uh, there's no reason why unless they change their mind there's no reason why there should be a problem with my Medi-Cal so I live in California it's called Medi-Cal so that that worried me I have a plan if if this new physician doesn't can't process my insurance then I'll call the county and find out what's really going on I'll say look you sent me a letter saying I was okay, and my health care provider says I'm, I'm not. Why not? That'll be a pain in the neck. That'll be a stress for me if something's wrong with my Medi-Cal. And um, I'm not sure what's going on with my ear. Um, my ear feels like it's clogged up. It feels like it's clogged up in my ear canal. I feel like I still have water in it, but it could be fluid draining from my eardrum, and I'm not 100% positive what's going on. Um, the discharge is not indicative of an infection and I, I treated it with um, peroxide a, few, a couple of nights ago because I thought I had wax but the visiting doctor said she didn't find any wax in my ear so maybe it is an infection. Well anyway I'm getting treatment with antibiotics maybe if the sinus infection that's what they diagnosed me with too sinusitis and it's dripping down my throat and causing this dreadful cough <coughs> hopefully if the sinusitis gets resolved I'm also going to go to this clinic to see what, what's causing all these sinus infections because even before COVID I had really bad sinus trouble and um, chronic chronic sinus problems so I'm going to have an evaluation on that find out what's going on <sighs> I don't know I'll let the professionals uh, help me in the meantime I'll lie on my left side I've got to wear the earbuds it's not an, op not an option for me not to wear them because the neighbors sometimes make noise at all hours and wake me up keep me awake so I've got to wear my earbuds. I'll wear a smaller earbud cover so I don't have to push so much in my ear. So um, anyway, um, that's basically how my health is doing. Um, the cough seems to be a little better. I still have to use decongestant. This sounds like a medical log right now, but I'm basically telling you guys it was a really dreadful uh, time. And um, I'm also going to talk about a plan that I made, a preventive plan, preventative plan that I made. Um, lockdown is over in the United States. In San Diego, basically everything's reopened. 
although a lot of small businesses have shut down, a lot of places that did survive the pandemic have reopened. You know, I can go to the movies now and the restaurants and stuff, but albeit that I don't like crowds, um, <clears throat> I can go to a restaurant if I want to now. Um, I have to ride a bus to see my girlfriend, and my girlfriend and I had an agreement. She said, she said, Carol, if you visit me twice a week in an Uber, in both, both ways, in an Uber, and don't take any public transportation, and if you don't go grocery shopping face-to-face, -face, you probably won't be getting sick so much. So, Carol, even though everything's reopening, I recommend that you shelter in place at home. You stay home or, or at least go to places that are not populated, aren't very populated. You know, maybe, maybe go, go for a walk in, to your adjacent neighborhood. Take two Ubers a week to visit me. Try really hard to stay away from people and wear a mask that really works. Not one of those bogus, loose surgical masks that looks like someone's underpants. Yeah, we had a joke about that the other night. I couldn't laugh because of my uh, laryngitis, but that was funny. Um, so that's my plan. And of course, it's essential things like, like medical visits. I'm gonna see if I can go to a clinic get a follow-up. Um, I'm going to start shopping for my groceries with, with a delivery service, Instacart. I did that last night. I'm going to start doing that even after I get well because I don't want to <clears throat> get sick from the grocery store. They lifted, they lifted the mask laws in the grocery stores. And um, I had three incidents where I could have been exposed to this terrible, nasty cold that I got, sinus cold that I got this week. There was a woman walking by with her boyfriend, I think. It looked like a couple. They had their arms around each other. It was a young woman and a young man through the frozen food section, and she coughed. I don't think she deliberately meant to cough on me, but it's like she couldn't be aware of what kind of infection she was spreading. And it reminded me of how I got bronchitis when I visited my uncle when I was in my 20s. When I was 27, I visited my uncle in Seattle, and uh, that was the uncle I decided to cut off, by the way, last year, because he left me on red for Thanksgiving. And um, I was visiting him for Thanksgiving and then, and we were visiting a farmer's market together in Seattle, and um, a woman walked by us coughing like aqualung. Two days later, I got bronchitis really bad. Then the flu. I went to the emergency room for treatment, and then I got the flu after that from a baby. Bless her sweetheart, sitting next to me. 
and threw up, she practically threw up on my shoe. So I'm pretty sure how I got exposed to it. I don't want to place blame, but when people walk by and cough, it's a vector. It's like dealing with a mosquito flying around me and risking getting malaria without a mosquito net. Some people are vulnerable to disease and others are not. And since I'm 55 years old and my immune system isn't as good as it used to be, it hasn't been since my aunt died. That's why I've had to mask up even before COVID when I go out. So um, my um, hypothesis is this. No vectors. If I want to be around people, I want to make sure they're not sick. I want to make sure I'm not sick. I want to make sure it's Zoom or online or delivery. And if I get into an Uber and the guy is not wearing a mask and he is coughing, I'm going to cancel the ride even if I have to cancel it as soon as I get in the car. If, he, if I catch him driving up a block, if I catch him driving and we're not on the damn freeway yet, I get out of the car. I don't care. I get out of the friggin' car, I cancel the ride, and I call another one. And I tell the company, I'm getting out of the car because I'm exposing myself to his germs, her germ, or her germs, Uber or Lyft, whatever. I'm exposing myself to the to COVID and any other virus that could be going around. I exposed myself. There were three possibilities of exposure. The grocery store woman, the Uber driver, and several people that walked past me on my way walking down from the bus stop to my girlfriend's house. And I also walk around we also like to walk around her neighborhood and hang out. Not to mention it was raining and cold almost every night, and um, that didn't help my immune system fight germs. So I was exposing myself to the viruses and germs almost every night. And I'm sure that's how I got sick three times in the month of December, January, and February. I think my roommate and I got sick with COVID in December because we were in the waiting room at the emergency room dealing with one of his medical issues after his surgery. So I'm going to have to go under a lockdown now. And that's kind of funny because I'm anti-lockdown because I I don't support mandated lockdown. I don't support uh, vaccine mandates vaccine mandates I support very strong mask guidance and the proper use and manufacturing of masks make sure your face is sealed make sure your nose and mouth are sealed and you can't transmit or catch COVID or any, any other viruses especially during the cold and flu season it's always COVID season. And I want to leave you with this, especially for Americans. We're, I'm American. Americans. 
This is especially for Americans. I have a very strong suggestion. I've been hearing a lot of people say that the pandemic is over. It's not. Lockdown's over. Mask mandates are over. Vaccine mandates, I don't know if they're over. I don't know if they're over or not. I think I think many people are still pressured into taking vaccines. A lot of people are asked for vax cards. And even though I, I, I showed a hospital my vaccine card last summer when my when Bruce had his first operation, they still wouldn't let me in the damn waiting room. So because lockdown is over and because some mandates have ended, it does not mean that COVID is over. It doesn't. It just means that we're trying to move on in spite of COVID. And I think that's that's very brave, but People are still walking around sick. Employers are still pressuring employees to work. I had a Lyft driver one time tell me that that she um, was forced to work in an office and expose herself to COVID. When she felt more comfortable and when it was possible for her to work at home at the, for the company. No, her boss said she was going to fire her if she, didn't, if she didn't work in the office. So she was afraid of getting COVID. And I think this was after reopening commenced here in uh, San Diego. I actually went to, the, uh, to Google Guides and uh, left a review with that company, and they got back to me, and they they went they laid into me, and gave me a really hard time about it, but I'm so glad I did it. So this woman could have exposed herself to COVID. She doesn't want to get sick, and and then give it to her family. At home, she doesn't want to give it to her family. She doesn't want to die. She doesn't want to end up in the hospital or, you know. And right now, I feel the same way. Ladies and gentlemen, I feel the same way. I... Lockdown's over, but I got to be careful. I got to put myself under a lockdown now. I got to put myself under the same personal guidelines that were imposed and pressured on us in 2020 that were forced on us in 2020 it just goes to show what happens when you force a person to do something it doesn't work when when someone volunteers to do it it's more likely to work i never thought i would i would feel compelled to give myself a lockdown and i guess for me it's like a, a lockdown with maybe some flexibility sometimes I might change my mind and not not over not react this this way. But I swear I I've never gotten sick so many times. It's so funny. I've been following the same guidelines practically that that were imposed on on me in 2020 and 
for two years I didn't get sick. I didn't even get the get the flu or a sinus infection or even a cold. And now in December I got COVID. In January I got a I got a in January I got at the end of January, right after I got over COVID, I got another I got a head cold. Right after I got over that head cold, right before Valentine's Day, I caught this one. So, let your conscience be your guide, everyone. Be careful. It's not over. COVID's not over. Lockdown's over. Mask, mask mandates are over. Vaccine mandates. Hmm. I don't know. Careful. And if you're if you're walking by, if you're walking down the street or walking somewhere, if you feel the urge to let fly a big, ooh -hoo, ooh -hoo, ooh -hoo, look around you. Is there a person? Are you walking past a person? Which direction is the wind blowing? Your germs might blow towards that person you passed, and she'll get sick. They'll get sick a few days later. And if you don't care about that, I'm worried. And and for those of you who are worried worried about, you know, catching stuff, and I'm totally with you. We gotta be even more careful now that we've lifted the mask mandates. We gotta be even more careful who we who who and what, what area we're in areas we're in when we're going out. Avoid populated places if you can. If you can work at home, work at home. If you can have your groceries delivered, do it. Do it. It'll just maybe cost a little more money. And be careful. You know, I don't advise riding public transportation either. We'll expose ourselves to more, more germs. I didn't get COVID this time, but this was such a bad cough. That I went, I went a couple of nights without any. I went several nights without sleep. I'm sleep deprived. <sighs> Please, let's all hang in there. And if we've got stress-related illnesses, listen to my episode a few episodes before this one. Slow down. I'm taking a sabbatical from transcending. Except for these podcast episodes. I'm checking on my forum board every so often. And tonight I uh, looked at my... Uh, last night I looked at my um, text line to see if I got any messages. But I'm not working as hard. <sighs> Guys. Slow down. Take care of yourselves. We're worth it. We're worth surviving. We're worth sustaining ourselves. We're worth being sustained. We're worth surviving. We're worth feeling better. Take it from someone who, who spent several nights coughing her fucking head off. Oh, so, so bad that she was almost... I was almost throwing up. And I was hurting. Think about what happens when you're dealing with vectors, germ vectors. 
Because that's when we are, when we walk around like coughing. Germ vectors isn't all we are, but we got to take care of ourselves. If you work a job that where your boss wants to fire you because you want to work at home, that is so messed up. You don't need that job. Find a job where you can work at home. If Instacart or any similar service is in your area, use that instead of going grocery shopping if you're worried about catching something. Or if you're sick. Because I'm going to do that from now on. It's funny, I'm, re I'm trying to recover from agoraphobia. And um, that's why I was so anti-lockdown when this started. No one is forcing me to stay home. I know I'm not staying home now because of agoraphobia. I'm staying home because I want to I don't want to get sick anymore. And I'm not just staying home. I'm going places where, that aren't crowded. And, um, I'm, uh, taking care of myself. Life can be just as meaningful when you live it online. Technology is amazing. Just just being able to do this podcast. You know, before we had the internet, I couldn't do this. I was I was limited to uh, posting leaflet, posting canvas, and I was lucky if I even had an article published in a newspaper. If I could even rent a room for a support group in a twelve-step program, I was lucky if I could even do that and put myself out there. Now I can do this. And my listeners are growing. And I want to thank you. Keep listening and tell people about transcending mental illness. You can do it. You're loved. Please. Blessings. Good night. <laughs>